Bridgeway Community Church. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Guess what today is? It's Open Phone and Friday. Are you ready to talk to me? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital, covering all of the DMV, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well, on WAVA 105.1 FM right here out of Arlington, Virginia on Salem Media. Hey, thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, those of you on my Facebook and YouTube live pages, I'm waving at you right now, giving you my sideways peace sign. So glad that you're hanging with me. Well, today is all about you. Every Friday, whatever the topic, whatever the question, I'm here to engage with you. We normally kick it off with Marriage Mondays, then Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about uh, today is fair game. So if you've been waiting to ask a question or to engage a different topic that wasn't the topic of the day, well, guess what? I'm here for you, and I'd love to talk to you about it. Whether it's race or religion or relationships, politics, uh, finances, whatever it is, we can uh, we can engage it. I can walk you through it, talk you through it, pray you through it. Maybe you need a word uh, from the Lord or a word of encouragement. Maybe God would allow us to connect that way today as well. I'm completely open to the way the Spirit is going to move. If you want to give me a call today, my phone lines are open, and the number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. You can call me, and it'll come directly to the studio. Let's do what we always do. We open and close the show in prayer. So let's do that now. Heavenly Father, we do commit the show to you today. And thank you for modern technology where hundreds of thousands can hear uh, what we are talking about. And some can even call in because of technology. And so we're grateful, Lord. Would you, um, would you GPS our conversation in whatever direction you see fit? For it is in the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said it. Amen and amen. Well, there are a couple other ways that you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com or you can go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com. Either one is fine. Of course, if you go to the Gracism site, you can also hit the button to the Gracism store where you can get all kind of swag if you're interested uh, in that. 
Uh, but I'm just happy that you're there checking it out. And remember, you can always email me from those websites as well. So feel free uh, to communicate with me in that regard if you'd like, okay? My phone number again is 888-432-7434. And let me just say at the top of the show here that if you need relationship counseling, I want you to think of three C's, couples counseling center. Got it? Couplescounselingcenter.org. All right. I think every relationship needs some support now and then just to keep things moving in the right direction. And if you are dating, engaged, married, you want counseling or therapy or support, especially for dating couples, uh, couplescounselingcenter.org can help you and they can do it virtually or in office. So that's a pretty cool opportunity for you there. Okay. Now, once again, I'm going to give you my number, then I'm going right to the phone lines. My number is 888-432-7434. I'm going to start off with Shane, and I believe Shane is in Calvert County, Maryland. Hi, Shane. How are you today? Hey, how you doing? Doing great. Are you in Calvert County, Maryland? Absolutely. Excellent. Well, how are you, and what are you thinking about today, sir? I'm doing good. I lost my father on, well, I found out about it on Monday. Mm, sorry to but hear he's that. Been, he's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. He's in a better place. He's He was a Christian. Praise God. He's the one that got me. He's the one that got me to see, you know, what I had to see. How about that? Well, my question Go ahead. What's your question? My question is, like, <clears throat> you speak a lot about race. Yeah. I don't think we should be speaking about race. You don't? Not really. Okay. Tell me why or tell me what we should be speaking about. Well, in, the, in this world, if you really look at race, mm-hmm. you could say Greeks, Gentiles, all these people. But right. Jesus loves all of us. Right. I agree. So, I mean, so I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, you know, I just don't understand why this world's so crooked and why (laughs) it has to be. Why why does this world have to be what it is? And I know what it is. It's the king of this world. And I won't even give him a name. His name is the enemy. Yeah. But Jesus, Jesus is so full of love and faith. I don't understand why people just don't come. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, wouldn't it be great if we could just focus on the human race and there were no disparities, there were no uh, uh, discrimination, no biases? I mean, that would be great, wouldn't it? Oh, man, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But in the meantime and in between time, Shane, what do you think we ought to do? Do you think we ought to make sure that we focus on our neighbor who might be struggling or might be suffering to try to That's help them and love them, yeah. That's what I do. I go into I go into some of the worst places you've ever seen. I go into some of the best places you've ever seen, and mm-hmm. I still do exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. I never change. Well, praise God that you're serving, and my uh, my hope is that you would you would see that. Uh, you know, I I know you believe that everybody is equal before the Lord, but whenever you see those disparities. 
between whatever the groups are, like the Asians this week. You'll remember on Tough Topic Tuesday, there's a lot of hate uh, to hate crimes toward Asians. Uh, it went from uh, 2018, where you had under 300 cases, to now 2020, over 3,000 cases of hate incidents toward Asian American. So do we not can I ask you a, do we not talk about that yeah. or do we just act like it's uh, not there? Now I would ask you where you get your information from. Uh Asian people and uh Asian trackers. Uh the, the specific one was stop aapihate.org and I had the the director of that organization uh who uh tracks these particular incidents uh, on the show. Yeah. So well, I mean, what do you do with that? I, see it. I know a ton of Asians, and they don't say the same thing. You know what I mean? I, I, I live around such a diverse community that right. I, we don't see it that way. So when you say... And I don't like... When you say we... I, do you mean you and the other Asians that are your friends? Have you talked to them to ask them how they feel? Yeah. Yeah, we've spoken. We've spoken. I mean, it's like this epidemic came out, mm-hmm. which I think is not to sound like off or whatever, but I don't think coronavirus is as bad as everybody says. And if it was, we'd all be dead already. Okay. 100%. Well, well, again, we take let's take coronavirus out of it for a second. If you knew Asian brothers and sisters who were being attacked, spit on, beat, hit because they're Asian, and uh, you knew this, would that change your perspective at all to make you feel more empathetic toward them, or would you just keep saying? Well, the Asians I know don't feel this way, so it, it must not matter. <clears throat> I don't think it's about empathy. It's about facts. I mean, if I live for God, I want to see facts. I want to see things, you know, like I don't want to hear <clears throat> the news, which I don't believe in anymore, obviously. And and the world is a big, 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 big lie. You know that. So what facts would you what facts would you need though? Like, if there's a crime report of it of Asian people who are saying this happened to them, are you saying they're lying? No, I would just I say this. Where do you get your facts from? That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm, I'm getting saying, it. I'm getting. Up. I'm getting it firsthand from the person that reports it. Uh, listen, so, let, let 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 me make this clear to you. In my county. Where my church is, four Asian businesses were broken into and vandalized on on the Chinese holiday, the lunar year. And what do you do? Now, but no, listen, I'm just saying, my pastors went over to those businesses to talk to those. When people are vandalized... What like what more facts would you would you need if that would that's my experience in my community? What like my wife is Asian and she has fear. 
So tell me, at what point do you say, you know what, Doc? Maybe this actually is valid to some degree, to any degree, but to completely dismiss it because of the Asians you know? That's not about empathy? Then what is that about? I live in an area where everybody gets broken into. It's just the way it is. And and if you want to sit there and say it's Asian, black, Korean, whatever, I mean that's up to you. Well, I just I, but, feel like you're living in a you're living in a in the modern world where you empathize for the world, but you're not really preaching about Jesus. Jesus well, is the only way. Jesus it doesn't matter who Jesus, Jesus called him a good Samaritan. Why did he call him a good Samaritan? Why did he name his race? Why, why do we say the Samaritan woman? What's the story there, Shane? And if and if an Asian person is spit on and they tell him to go back to China, are you still going to just dismiss that like it doesn't matter at all? Like there's no empathy? And if it's about Jesus, then where is the compassion and the empathy for the person that's different than you? Jesus was Jewish, and he talked about the woman at the well who was a Samaritan. He talked about the good Samaritan. The religious people didn't cross the street to help the, help the person. So if you know that story, if you want to be like Jesus, then wouldn't you look to people that are different than you who are being attacked or who are suffering to at least have the compassion of Jesus to even give it a listen? Or would you say being like Jesus is just ignoring it and dismissing it? They must be lying. No, I wouldn't do either. What would what you I do? What I do is I go out. I go out every day, and I feed the poor. I take care of the homeless people. I don't care what color they are. Well, that's you. It doesn't matter. But you me. can't dismiss. You can't dismiss the the experiences of other people, and when they come on the news or when they come on my show, or if I were to tell you my story of being stopped, uh, you know. Do you just dismiss all of that because of your experience? Because you don't experience it, you don't see it, and you're serving everybody. Therefore, anybody who has a differing uh, experience, it must not be real. They just need to be better Christians. That's what I'm hearing you say. Am I wrong? You dismiss what I say the same way I dismiss what you say. Here's the reason why. Okay. All you... You're kind of like pushing an agenda, and I just—I don't think a Christian should be pushing an agenda. Well, what is, eva- is, no what is agenda. Eva- well, what is evangelism? Agenda. There's one agenda. What is it? There's only one. What Jesus, is it? Period. It doesn't matter. What's the one agenda? Jesus, period. What's the, what's the agenda him. though? He is the agenda. What is it's the, him? What is it, then? What did he say? He, what did he say is the number one command? To love your neighbor, love everybody. Okay, okay. So, is it loving everybody to say, but those of you who have experienced negative things because of your race, I'm not going to believe you? Is that love? Who said I don't believe? Who says? Who doesn't believe who? You're saying you don't. You're saying you don't believe it. You don't believe Asians are being attacked. No, no, you no, I didn't, I didn't say, no. What I'm saying is, 
why are you pushing the race card instead of pushing Jesus? I mean, it's, it's, it's well, I am pushing. I am pushing Jesus, and I'm pushing the grace card, not the race card. You're basically saying as long as you don't talk about race, somehow um, you're pushing Jesus. Jesus is the one who's saying we need to be thinking about people who are different than us and loving them proactively, which means also protecting them and and helping them when they're down. That's what it means to to love Jesus, doesn't it? Absolutely, 100%. And, okay. And I think we all do it. Okay. I don't understand why you, like, you're, every time I, it's Friday, I know it's Friday because you sure. come on and you're talking about race and all this. It's like, why, why don't we have to talk about race in a hateful world? Right. So, so it doesn't make sense to me. Is it because it doesn't, uh, it doesn't affect you? No, it's because you're, you're pushing hatred in, in, in a way. How you push hatred you're, by elevating? No, 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 listen. Wait, wait. Okay. Let me, let me clarify listening. that. I'm listening. I, I'm wrong. When I'm I, listening. I chose the wrong word. Uh, you're not pushing hatred, but you're not like, you don't understand the fact that if you give it power, it is strong. If you don't, if you don't, don't, you know, just, believe in it. Just ignore it. It's just not, it's just, no, not just ignore it, but you can't, a racist is a person who says, X, Y, and Z. And if you just keep saying it, instead of just being a good person, if, and you just bring up racism, I mean, I, I really wish it was just being a good person. So you're basically saying don't talk about race, and when people do experience racism, they really shouldn't share it because that's going to be more divisive. Not at all. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying... If you really just live like Jesus, mm -hmm. this will go away. I wish that it's were true. I wish that were true. true. And so how how are you going to help? In the Bible, it it said he said it. He said he treat everybody right. So let me ask you this, just to see if your perspective is on or off. How much did we talk about race this week? Because you brought it up today. I, Today's open phone and I Friday. I didn't bring it up. You brought it up, right? So let's. It's Friday. Okay, so let's take Friday away from it because you brought it up today, not okay. me, right? So now let's look at Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Out of those four days, how much did we talk about race? I'm at work. Is, is what one of my days off? So okay, I, like one of the days. So I, on marriage, like on, to listen to yeah, on Marriage I, Monday we talked about what men want from their wives. On Tough Topic Tuesday we talked about hate crimes against Asian Americans, whether you believe it's true or not. On Wednesday we talked about stock trading. On Theological Thursday we talked about speaking in tongues. And today's open phone in Friday. So out of five days, we had one topic dealing with race and is with Asian Americans. So is that really a fact that all we talk about and all I talk about is race? Or to me, it is because every Friday I listen, it's always the same thing. You're talking about Republicans are bad. It's Democrats open. It's good. open phone in Friday. You had the first call. So that means that you have set the topic for the day. 
right? Now, I don't know who else is going to call. Maybe they're going to talk about marriage. But I took your call first because you were the first ones. We're having a conversation about race. If somebody else listens, whose fault is it that we're talking about race? You're the catalyst. Oh, so I called in to talk to myself about it? I, I see. I don't have. First of all, I don't have a problem talking about race. I think we need to talk about it more in order to bring the kind of equity that's necessary if we're going to be fully devoted followers of Christ, because He tells us we're ambassadors of reconciliation. So, first of all, I don't have a problem with it. But you called. You have a problem with it. You're the one that brought it up, and I just gave you the facts of five days of topics, and yet you saying you want the facts. You want the facts. You want the facts. When I give you the facts, you don't accept them. I tell you, Asian people, it's gone from 219 cases to 3,000 cases this year, and you don't want to believe. You don't want to believe it. You just want to talk about Jesus and talk about your experience, not the Word of God, not Scripture verse, not the authority of Scripture. You want to talk about your experience and the Asians you know and the things that you do well with other people who don't seem to have a problem about this. Look, you're bringing your own personal opinion on, onto a, <clears throat> a radio show, and you're you're affecting people, whether you know it or not. And I hope, I, hopefully, I'm affecting them well. I you? just don't uh, listen. Listen, I don't believe that it's my opinion that matters. Your opinion that matters. I don't believe anything that we talk about besides Jesus Christ is, you know, a topic. Well, your opinion does matter to me. I want to know your opinion, and that's why you called and it's taken up 24 minutes, and I've given it to you, because your opinion does matter to me. All I'm saying is, to me, if you stop talking about race, It'll just go away. It'll go away. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe others maybe others will agree. Maybe they'll disagree. Let's figure out what they say. So I've got to run to my break. I have to, unfortunately. But I gave you a lot of time, and I thank you for calling. Okay, Shane? And I don't mean this in a negative way. I, hope I know. But I, 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 got your, I got your premise. Your premise is if we stop talking about race, it will go away. Got it? Let's see if other people agree. I'm coming right back. It's real talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you live in the Bowie, Greenbelt, Glendale, or Woodmore area, anywhere in that vicinity, guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants, whatever you need to make your house pop. They'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240-516-4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. talk with dr david anderson well we had a long conversation didn't we gave shane a lot of time as a result of that though 
I've only got a, a minute left, and then i got to go to another break. It's a hard break. I can't change it. But what I'll do is for the soft break after that, I won't uh, spend as much time on that one. So if you guys still want to hang around uh, through the next break, that would be great. I do see you, uh, Patty and, and Greg and Chris and Ben. I see you all, and I want to get to you. Today is open phone-in Friday, and as uh, Shane has kicked it off, if you stop talking about race, it will go away. Agree or disagree? Remember, you can go on my Facebook page and talk to me that way uh, during the break. It will be uh, a three-minute uh, hard break, so I want you to know that, all right? I'm going to the break, and on the break, I'm going to read my Facebook post. Do you believe it? Stop talking about race, and it will go away. I'll be right back. Chuck and Olga with Pearson Smith Realty are making it happen every day in the DMV. Need to sell your home? Don't want to do needed repairs or upgrades? They'll make it happen. Need a quick sale? They'll make it happen with multiple cash offers within three days. No repairs, no painting, no updates, no problem. Want to buy a home? Need financing? They'll make it happen. Want to maximize your equity? They'll help you update and you can pay it settlement. Chuck and Olga making it happen in the DMV. 703-898-8930. In parts of India, there are girls as young as eight who are being exploited and abused. And when a young girl is in that cycle, there is no hope for the future. Just as I start to cope of what's happened to me, something else happens. That is why WAVA and Dignity Freedom Network are teaming up to rescue these girls into a safe, healing home. Possible with your gift of just $4.54. This month, we'll share stories of hope and how you can make this hope a reality. Rescue a girl now at WAVA.com. How do I know that I'm abiding in Christ? So that I don't lose that joy, I don't lose that peace, I don't lose that contentment, that real happiness that comes from abiding in Him. Dr. Michael Youssef. Jesus said in John chapter 15, verse 5, He said, if you stick to me, just like a branch sticks to a vine, you will bear much fruit. That's when you know that you are abiding. And so the question that you need to ask yourself is this, am I fruit-bearing believer? Or am I drying up on the vine? Am I producing or consuming? Am I dynamic or deadly? Am I a blessing or coasting? Am I giving or taking? Am I enriching or impoverishing? Am I increasing or decreasing? Dig deeper. Listen to Dr. Michael Youssef on Leading the Way or visit ltw.org. Recent bank failures are serving as a warning about how fragile our banking system really is. As millions of Americans panic, do you know what central banks are doing? Well, they're actually buying up gold at record levels. They're relying on it as a safe haven during these difficult times. That's how confident they are in the dollar. Hi, I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author and evangelical leader to millions of people just like you. We're all Americans who want to protect our family's savings no matter what. I tell people the best option is to diversify their 401k or IRA into physical gold or silver with the help of Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, just text the word FAITH 
to the number 989898 to get a free information kit on gold IRAs. Look, there's no strings attached. It's not going to hurt you to take action now. So take the first step today and educate yourself. Get your free info kit when you text FAITH to 989898 right now. And I pray you and your family are greatly blessed. Marking the recent one year. The following program has been pre recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Here I am hanging out with you. We still have 30 minutes left, and so let me go right to the phone lines. Let's go to Finksburg, Maryland, and talk to Patty, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Patty. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm great, Dr. Anderson. Very grateful to be alive. (laughs) Well, thanks for holding on, too. Hey, what's your comment or question today? I had a question about uh, Genesis 19.8. Uh, when Lot offered up his daughters to the men of Sodom to protect the angels that he took into his house. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if you had any idea why he might have done that. I think because he was not uh, walking with the Lord. I mean, uh, you you know, that culture, you could offer up your daughters. Uh, this is terrible, right? They're like property. Um, and in, right. in this culture, the men could sell their daughters off, uh, they could marry their daughters off, and in this case, he used his daughters to protect, try to protect uh, himself and Lot from uh, from destruction. And of course, it, it didn't turn out well for them, but um, that was just wrong. It, there's, not, there's no good explanation except it was just wrong. He was covering his own, his own uh, behind, so to speak, and it wasn't right. It says, right. he says, look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man, which makes them more valuable because they're virgins. Let me bring them out to you and you can do what you like with them, but don't do anything to these men for they have come under the protection of my roof. And so this passage reminds us of how uh, women were seen as less valuable than men. And also that, um, the homosexual behavior, like raping a man or wanting to have sex with a man under his roof would have been even more abominable than, you know what, just take my virgin daughters and do whatever you want to them. Like, like somehow that's better because they're girls, you know, and, and, and guys doing this is really terrible and it's really bad. So just do it to the girls and somehow it's not as, it's not as bad. And the reality, it's they're, yeah, well, they're both are they're both wrong. It's both evil, and it's unfortunate. I agree. Yes, um, I was just thinking. You know, they had power and authority from God, so surely He didn't really even need to do that. They didn't need to do that. Uh, just like Moses once, uh, I think it was Moses. Don't don't quote me because I can't remember right now where. Maybe it was <laughs> Abraham. Maybe it was Abraham. <laughs> but uh, where he he you know saying that this person was his sister, you know uh, again mm-hmm. I can't quickly but it was a man of God but in his fear he's like no 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 this is my sister but really it was his wife and so right, right. I think what happens to people and this is all of us uh, Peter who denied Christ three times and that is a fear that you uh, right. sometimes you do the wrong thing out of fear and I think that. 
he was he they were just afraid lot was afraid and so he came up with this cockamamie plan that was really just as evil as if he would have trusted christ yeah it was abraham and sarah thanks for the help one of my teammates (laughs) who had a brain uh (laughs) blank out for a second but it was abraham and sarah but all i can say patty is i'm with you so far as just it i condemn the whole thing Yeah, I couldn't even imagine doing that, you know. No, no. Your children. I have a daughter. I have I have two boys and a daughter. No, I can't. I can't even think about it. You're abs- I'm with you on that one. So, <laughs> thank thank God we're not in that God. in that culture anymore. Oh, thank the Lord. Yes. Yeah. Rem- rem- but, remember know, Jesus the came to a woman first, didn't he? He sure he sure <laughs> did, and 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 you, you women ought to be honored. Uh, period. And, uh, you know, think about that text about Leah and Rachel and, and uh, Jacob, I think worked for, I think it was Jacob. He worked for seven years to get this gal, Rachel. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he opens then he his eyes. He ends up getting <laughs> Leah. And, and so think about what the father did though. The father's like, no, I'm going to give you this one. Like what value right. did Leah have that she could just be given you know, but that was the culture at the time. I'm not excusing it. It was all because of sin in the garden. And that's where, you okay. know, the curse of the curse where it says that he, you know, that the woman will and the men will basically uh, fight one another. It's for dominance. And as a result, that's why we see so much uh, of that chauvinism in the scriptures. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're so welcome, Miss Patty. All right. Let's go to Greg in Southern Maryland. Hey, Greg, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you doing, sir? (laughs) I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I just had a comment about Shane, you know. uh, I think that's his name, Shim or Shane, Shane. whatever Mm -hmm. his name is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. You know, I just uh, want to say, you know, once upon a time, and then, you know, we got to always go back to history. Unfortunately, we do because, uh, you know, like after slavery, um, you know, I remember um, we tried to forget about race, you know, but however, uh, it keeps coming up, you know, and you had this, uh, you know, Christian right or or at the same time, Ku Klux Klan uh, was, you know, feeding into, you know, burning down um, our neighborhoods, black black folks' houses, burning cross on it and whatnot. Yeah, so yeah, but Greg, don't ideal, Greg, 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 hold on, don't talk about it because I, you're going to create division. Right, right. So the <laughs> idea of not talking about it, we tried it. We tried, <laughs> we tried not talking about it. But um, you know, Oklahoma, you know, uh-huh. um, you know, the, you know, they got burned down in 1920. You know, and you know, I mean, there are countless uh, incidents where, uh, you know, we were peaceful not doing anything, then Martin Luther King, they killed Martin Luther King. You know, Martin Luther King yeah. uh, was assassinated. And then, you know, and then you know, it's it been plenty of times where we, we try yeah. not to talk about it yeah. or where we're just peaceful, whatever. And then, you know, what's the reason for George Floyd? I mean, seriously. It just, yeah, so, just, I mean, it's, I mean. Just don't talk about it, right? Just don't, you know. just don't talk about it. Yeah, you know, you know just mean, don't talk about riding. Don't, don't talk about riding the king. You know, hey, I gotta run. I gotta run to this break, Greg. Sorry, my friend. I'll be right back, y'all.
When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Glad to be hanging out with you. It's open phone in Friday, so anything you want to talk about is uh, up to you. It's your topic, and I'll just uh, flow with you, and let's see where the conversation leads, all right? My phone number is uh, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Springfield, Virginia, and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hey, Anonymous, Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Good, Doc. How are you? <laughs> I'm alive and grateful. What's going on with you? Uh, I think we need to start talking about abortion so that it will go away. Mm. You know? Because if we stop talking about it, then obviously abortion will go away, and we won't ever have to deal with it again. Hmm. You know? So just, just stop talking about it, it'll go away. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and the only reason people want to stop talking about it is because they are not the ones who are suffering from it. Mm-hmm. You know, but yet we sit up here every day and we listen to these politicians get on, get out in front of television cameras. And try and convince us that what we saw, we didn't see. What we went through, we didn't go through. And everything is actually something different than what it actually was. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's okay, too. Yeah. You know? Well, well, you, you make a good point. Usually when uh, you have a let's stop talking about it because it's being divisive and it'll go away. Doesn't work in marriage. Doesn't work in society. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you, Anonymous. Okay? Let's see what uh, Chris is talking about. He's in Pikesville, Maryland. Hey, Chris, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm happy in Jesus. You're happy in Jesus. Okay, good. Look, you was really demonstrating long-suffering and patience as the rest of us waiting on the line to get in. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I hope you're praying for me. (laughs) Look, I'm just going to say this. If the if the gentleman didn't see how the elderly Asians were being knocked down, thrown in the street, it was on regular TV. You can see it. He was blind. But look, this is my but, but that, this is my subject. But that's the media. That's the media just blowing it up and and feeding you lies. That's not facts. Well, I'm I'm just gonna believe God for his the dies of his understanding being enlightened. Okay, but um. 
you know, my my thing is Christian dating. Just let's, let's get a palate cleansed. Okay, there you go. Christian dating, new topic. Go ahead. Right, Christian dating. Mm-hmm. Now, from my reading in the scriptures, dating really isn't. That's that's like a world system. The world system of dating to find a wife. Yeah. But if a person is growing in the word, growing in grace, growing in knowledge and submission to the will of God, yeah. the Bible said, my sheep hear my voice. Mm-hmm. And the word also says, who God joined together, let no man put asunder. Now who get married. And um, another thing I like to look mm-hmm. at how in the book of, the book of Song of Solomon, yeah. he said, my sister, my spouse. Mm-hmm. So. And saying all of that, the Bible said, don't be unequally yoked with a non-believer. Why would a person that is saved marry a person that is not saved? Right, right, right. Yeah, so, you know, the whole dating thing is probably more of an American thing. A lot of marriages are arranged, and, of course, we've seen a lot of that throughout Scripture as well. But, listen, Chris, thanks a lot for chiming in today, okay? Yeah, I I know. I blame... Sean, or what was that guy's name for taking 24 minutes? Sorry, and, man. I know you that, waited. I know you waited. But you know what? We have we, we we have to hear many different opinions to have this conversation. And guess what? If you didn't have this show, when would we actually have these conversations, right? I mean, right. I just don't know a lot of places where you can have a Christian conversation on very difficult topics, even if, you know, you want to scream sometimes. <laughs> okay? So thanks for hanging yeah, in there is what I'm, what I'm trying to say to you. Okay, Chris? Yeah, I got the fruit of the spirit. I can, I can handle it. <laughs> uh huh. There you go, my friend. Take care. He, uh, he used that King James word, didn't he? He, he didn't even say patience. He just said long suffering. <laughs> All right, let's talk to Bill. Bill is in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Hey, Bill, how you doing today, sir? Very good, Doctor Anderson. Thanks for calling. So I am. Oh, absolutely. I'd call in on this one. Um, first of all, I've got to give you credit. You gave Shane a lot of respect. I don't know that I've ever heard you not skip basically the first um, advertisement. So uh, you allowed no. Shane to keep going. I hope Shane gets from this the the respect that you gave him and that he doesn't have a bitter taste in his mouth from this. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray that Shane is able to open his eyes up and see that there's things that are going on outside of his circle Mm. and his own little island. Um, Mm. I do understand that some people aren't open to things, and, of course, no one's going to be open to discussing it with them if they're not open, sympathetic, and open to hearing it. It sounds like Shane's a good guy, and he's out there to to spread the word, but it sounds like he's got his doors closed and doesn't see everything. So. I hope and pray that Shane gets from this more and he's able to see that there's a lot more going on all around. And I I praise you for the respect that you gave him. That is so kind of you, uh, first of all, to say, Bill, and I'm just glad that Shane could call me. You know what I mean? You know, what black guy can he call that's a Christian pastor to talk about these things? I'm glad he was able to call me, uh, but it can be exhausting. But then guys like you call. And it's just like, thank you, you know, because 
uh, Shane needs to hear it not just from me. He needs to hear it from other people. And it's not just Shane. Shane represents many other voices that agree. And, and I don't want to disrespect those voices, but I also don't want to not be an honest broker and push against it because that's what this show's about, pushing against one another. So thanks for the encouragement. I appreciate you. Okay, Bill? Keep it up. You're doing great. Thanks, man. Let's go to Waldorf, Maryland, and talk to Devin, who's on the line. Hi, Devin. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Well, Dr. Anderson, look, that is so wonderful and nice and kind, but I was over here screaming for you, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So whatever, but I'm going to try my best to keep it close. Let me tell you something. The Word of God says the heart of man is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can Mm -hmm. know it? He can. Patience is one thing. I'm sorry. My gift is prophetic. Patience is one thing, okay? But what he needs to do is to check his salvation card. He Mm. needs to find out who Jesus is and who he is in Jesus, Mm -mm -mm. okay? And relinquish his mind to the Spirit of God so that he can learn a thing or two. The Lord did not put us here not to think, not to discuss. What kind of progress is that? Right, right, so right. praise the Lord. Well, listen, you know what? Thank you for, uh, I bet you were screaming over there in Waldorf. But, uh, I was. <laughs> you know what? I, I'd love to pass the mic around sometimes, but uh, I know y'all are here, so I appreciate you. Blessings to you. Let me go to Anonymous in Virginia uh, in Northeast Washington, D.C. Hi, Anonymous. I'm Dr. Anderson. Who are you? I mean, not who are you. Like, you don't have to give me your name. You're anonymous. But what's your comment or question? <laughs> going once. Going twice. Okay. Are you there? Hello. Are you there? I'm here. Okay, sir. Give me your comment or question quickly here. Yeah, I just wanted to say, I, I kind of see where, where I, you know, I'm a brother. I just want to say, I, I kind of see what Shane was saying. I think what he's saying is that we're talking about it too much. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't think he just stops talking about it goes away. I right. think what he's saying, you know, a situation where, you keep bringing something up, you kind of like you're fueling it. So uh-huh. I kind of agree with. Uh-huh. I mean, I, you know, like I said, and I'm a brother. I don't, I don't think the racism is is a big problem that we have to keep fueling. I think that's where he was going with it. Got it. And I and I kind of agree. You know, I think you know we bring stuff on ourselves, selves as people in general. But what, everything is not, but what about the Asian? What about the Asian Americans who are really going through it right now? Don't you think we ought to know about it so we can help support them? Well, when you say the going through it, I think everybody goes through something. It's just I don't think it's a big. You say, okay, well, we got a race gotcha. problem. Gotcha. I mean, okay, I hey, look, I, I have I have to go because the break's coming up anyway. But um, you know what, man, that sounds harsh. Everyone's going through it, so let's not even stand up for the Asian Americans who are really going through it right now. That's not biblical to me. I'll be right back. Hi, this is Pastor Dale Shills of Church of the Redeemer in Gaithersburg, Maryland. I want to invite you to tune in to our weekly radio program titled Practical Living right here on WAVA every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. And I also would encourage you to join us for one of our weekend worship services 
All the information about services and locations can be found at our website at church-redeemer.org. That's church-redeemer.org. Smooshed. That's how all the cars looked on a truck I passed recently. Steel pancakes, crushed and ready for the scrapyard. But one day, every one of those cars was somebody's dream come true. Not anymore. Yesterday's dream has been flattened. Like so many of life's dreams. Things we thought were what we were looking for in life. A dream job or home, a big milestone, a romance, a marriage, children. They failed to fill the hole in our heart. In the Bible, our Creator tells us that we were made by Him and for Him. Our soul is restless and lonely because He's missing. You and I have hijacked the life God was supposed to run. So there's a wall between you and the one you were made for. But there doesn't have to be. Because Jesus died for you to pay the hijacker's death penalty. When you tell him, Jesus, I'm yours, the wall between you and God comes down and the hole in your heart is filled. We'd love to help you begin your relationship with him if you'll call us at 888-NEED-HIM. 888-NEED-HIM. This is John MacArthur inviting you to join me for Portraits of Grace. In Ephesians 1.18, Paul prays that you may know what is the hope of God's calling. Calling in that verse refers to the act whereby the Spirit of God drew you to Christ, granted you saving faith, and brought you into the family of God. The hope of God's calling is your confident expectation of final glorification when you will see Christ face to face. What a wonderful day that will be. Until then, be assured that as a Christian, you belong to God. He called you to Himself and will hold you there no matter what circumstances come your way. Nothing can separate you from His love. This is John MacArthur trusting your lives are portraits of grace. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Well, Tony says racism is the only social problem for which people think the best solution is to ignore it. Nobody says if we just ignore homelessness, people will have housing. Nobody says if we just stop talking about hunger, people will be fed. All right, Anonymous, you're going to be my last caller. You're from Virginia. What are you thinking about today? Uh, First of all, I want to compliment you on how you deal with difficult people and difficult topics. You're an excellent job. My question to you today is, how did I uh, tie in uh, rejecting passivity with Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8? So Philippians 2, 5 through 8, and what's the question you're asking about that passage, uh, uh, Mr. Anonymous? How, how, how do I tie in rejecting passivity? Passivity. Being passive. Being yes, passive. Passivity. So you are, are you saying that this text does... Um, show passivity or not? 
Well, I was asked that, now, and I was looking at it, and I just wanted your viewpoint. Uh, do, do it? or um, this, this passage does not show passivity at all. It shows action, right? Because we, uh, as believers, needed a Savior, uh, this text shows us that Jesus, being the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to hold on to, so he made himself nothing, and he took on the very nature of a servant, and he humbled himself, and he became obedient to death, even death on a cross. So that was the opposite of passivity. That was engagement to help people who needed him. Okay. That's the way I looked at it. Thank mm-hmm. you. I just want to make sure I was correct. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. God bless you. Thank you, Anonymous. And isn't that a great point for the topic of the day? Uh, that our brother Shane mentioned, you know, and Jesus is basically saying, look, there's a problem. And uh, in order for me to fix the problem, I've got to humble myself. In order for me to fix the problem, I've got to give up my privileges and my prerogatives of heaven. And I've got to come to be with those who are who are the ones suffering uh, because of sin. And so to be like Christ is to go Uh, to people who are different than you, a completely different race than divinity. He came to humanity. Why? To demonstrate his love. And so that's not passivity. That's action. And the reality is, uh, you know what? He, uh, he, he did that for you and me. Hey, listen, this is a great conversation for us to have. It is open phone in Friday. And I love talking about this. And we spent a lot of time talking about it because I firmly believe that comprehension begins with conversation. And sometimes those conversations are difficult. Sometimes they're exhausting. I've been talking about what it means to be a reconciler, a bridge builder, and uh, helping those who are uh, being uh, ostracized and marginalized for many, 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 many years. I've built my whole ministry on it. And so uh, by talking about these topics, we've actually been able to see God bring people who are white and black and Asian and Hispanic together, not just in neighborhoods, but literally in church, worshiping together, doing life together, dating one another, marrying one another, having children together. And so uh, we are trying to live out the beloved community the way the Lord has designed and desired. And uh, we didn't do that by ignoring it. We did that by intentionally uh, saying, God, we want to make sure that race is not a barrier to our worship. It would be terrible if uh, we stopped talking about it and somehow we we didn't have multicultural churches. In fact, I think the only reason we can have them is when we actually say intentionally, I'm going to go into Samaria and do ministry. Lord Jesus, thank you for your intentionality in saving us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.